0: You're listening to an audio sermon by Pastor Bernard Mulder from Household of Christ. We trust that you will be encouraged and blessed as you listen to the Word of God. Today I want to minister a message on finishing strong. Something that's not done well is not done at all. Something that's not done well is not done at all. Many of us know what it feels like to to not finish something or to leave something incomplete. That is against the principle of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ was a finisher. Although he only started his ministry at the age of 30, he was a finisher. On this earth, he performed many miracles, healings, deliverances, And Jesus came and he closed the gap between mankind and God so that we can approach the throne of grace without fear but with confidence be able to enter into the holy of holies. Turn to the person next to you and say, Jesus has made a way. Family, that's why we are here today. The same spirit that's on the inside of Jesus Christ to finish when you become born again, when you're adopted by the Holy Spirit, that ability has become your ability, and you can finish strong. Turn to the person next to you say, whether you like it or not, you can finish strong. The Spirit on the inside of us is a victorious Spirit. You know, unfortunately, there are many successful people in this world that don't finish strong. They start strong, they start full of success and victory, but they don't finish strong. It's important for us to finish strong. Turn with me in your Bible to the book of 1 Samuel 10. I want to show you an example from the Word of God. 1 Samuel 10 verse 9, I'm reading from the New King James translation. So it was when he had turned his back to go from Samuel that God gave him another heart And all those signs came to pass that day. This is Saul when Samuel anointed him as king. The Bible says God gave him another heart. God gave him a heart that he could be victorious, that he could finish strong. When they came there to the hill, there was a group of prophets to meet him. Then the Spirit of God came upon him, and he prophesied among them, and it happened when all who knew him formally saw that indeed prophesied among the prophets that the people said to one another, "What is this that has come upon the son of Kish?" Is Saul also among the prophets? When Saul started his journey as a king, God had anointed him to be king over the nation of Israel. God empowered him. God gave him this grace not just to be a king, but when the Spirit of God came upon him, he started to prophesy. That they said, is he now a prophet? Can you imagine that special grace? The Spirit of God comes upon him and changes his whole nature. That's the power of the Holy Spirit. Remember, Jesus What was one of the first things he said before he started his earthly ministry? He said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor, to heal the brokenhearted, to set the captives free. So if God has called you with a heavenly assignment, he will empower you so that you can fulfill that assignment. The hard soul thing is, although Saul started strong in the power of the Holy Spirit, he didn't finish strong. It's not about f- starting strong, it's about finishing strong. If you go read, you'll see that he ended in shame. He disobeyed God. He started his journey, his kingship empowered by the Holy Spirit, but he finished in shame. The beginner is not the owner, but the finisher. Turn to the person next to you say, you have to finish strong. Do you know why he didn't finish strong? Because he did not acknowledge the giver. Did not acknowledge Jesus Christ. But not acknowledge the giver of the blessing, the one who empowered him, the one who anointed him. You can go and read God raised up another, David. Samuel anointed him. The Bible said when the Spirit of God came upon him. 1 Samuel 16. Let's just go there quickly. Just a few pages on. 1 Samuel 16. Verse 13. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brothers, and the Spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. It wasn't just a visit. The Holy Spirit remained with him. Jesus Christ came so that the Holy Spirit can remain with us. So Samuel arose and went to Ramah, verse 14, but the Spirit of the Lord departed from Saul. From that day, no more victory for Saul. Family, God has called us to finish strong. Finishing strong means we are finishing with God. You're finishing with the Holy Spirit in your life. Amen? Turn to the person next to you say, you can finish strong. You know, the biggest mistake people make today, we acknowledge that Jesus Christ has got everything for us to finish strong, but then we don't include him in our lives have to allow the holy spirit to be a part of this journey remember jesus said peace i leave with you my peace i give you not the peace of this world the peace that comes from heaven you need that peace in this race of life where you have to finish strong there's so many things going on around you things that want to steal your peace am i talking to the right people here You know, you can fight this battle in your own strength and your own ability. But every assignment, every king, every priest, God first anointed them. Even in the book of Acts 1, verse 8, what did Jesus say? He says, Wait in Jerusalem until you've received power. Then go out and fulfill your assignment to disciple. Can you see the need for the empowerment of the Holy Spirit? There's so many things happening around us that's not filled with peace. That's why you need the peace of God on the inside. The promise that was made to Abraham, to the Gentiles, me and you, Galatians 3 verse 14, was the promise of the Holy Spirit, His presence with us. We can finish strong. Because that victorious spirit that raised Jesus from the dead has made us alive on the inside. Turn to the person next to you say, there's hope for you and there's hope for me to finish strong. Family, listen to me. It's not just about starting in the spirit, but it's finishing in the spirit. The book of Galatians is full of it. Galatians 3, Paul said, how is it that you've begun in the spirit, now you're ending up in the flesh? You've started in the power of the Holy Spirit, but now you want to finish in your own ability and your own strength. You can never be a finisher if you're listening to your flesh. You can never be a finisher if you're listening to the dictates of Satan, the suggestions of Satan. You know what Satan will say to you? He'll whisper in your ear, you're never going to make it. It's too late. He'll tell you you're going under. He'll tell you you're the tail You're at the back. But Jesus in his words says, you're the head, you're not the tail. You're going over, you're not going under. He says, you're going to finish strong because you're allowing me in your life. Family, listen to me. When you are born again, don't underestimate or downplay the power of being born again. Jesus said to Nicodemus, you must born again turn to the person next you say you must be born again there's so much corruption in this world 1 Peter 1 verse 23 says that you have been born of an incorruptible seed who is Jesus Christ Jesus Christ is the beauty of heaven he is holy he is righteous He's full of mercy, he's full of grace, he's full of favor. When the word Jesus became flesh, when he manifested on this earth, we could see his glory. He was full of grace, full of mercy. You must be born again. The Bible says, whoever is born of God does not sin. For his seed remains in him and he cannot sin because he has been born of God. Who of you have read that scripture and said, oh my word, I've sinned in the past week. What is he talking about? He's talking about the seed, the spirit part. Remember, when you are born again, there's a threefold process taking place. Number one, you are justified. Your spirit part linked up with God, 1 Corinthians 6, 17. He that is joined to the Lord is one spirit with Him. You've become one with His holiness, one with His righteousness. And that part cannot sin. That spirit part. That's why when you worship God, you worship Him in spirit and in truth. God is perfect because He is spirit. Amen. It's that spirit part that can enter into the holy of holies. By the blood of Jesus, when the blood of Jesus speaks for us, He covers your spirit, covers your body, covers your soul. But it's your spirit part that enters into the Holy of Holies. So your spirit part is justified, just as if you've never sinned. Now your soul, your will, your intellect, your emotions, that's where the problem is, wrong thinking. Needs to get sanctified. Turn to the person next to you say, I'm busy cleansing my mind. Tell them, sometimes I think bad things. Say, sometimes I really think wrong things. Say, sometimes I really want to be positive, but I find myself being so negative. Am I talking to the right people? That's why you have to use the word as a weapon. When you find yourself in a situation like that, sometimes you're going to have to do a prophetic action and put your hands on your head. And say, Lord, according to your word, I take every thought, every argument, every vain imagination, everything that wants to exalt itself above Christ and what he has planned for me, I take it captive, and I bring it in line with the mind and the will of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? When last did you do that? Turn to the person next to you and say, I'm going to do it this week. So I'm going to take some thoughts captive. Do you believe Jesus is alive? Do you believe this word is written for your success? Then do it. Obey it. Amen? Just because I'm a pastor doesn't mean I don't have negative thoughts. I also have negative thoughts. But I've just trained my heart to replace it with the word of God. I sometimes have to put my own hands on my head and say, I'm taking these thoughts captive, Lord. Loving the word of God to dominate your heart. family listen to me if that incorruptible seed is on the inside of you and you water it it will start to grow even when you find yourself in a place of darkness remember the seed on the inside is the incorruptible seed even when there's no peace around you that seed of Christ will give you peace that Christ on the inside of you the prince of peace will flood your heart with peace that surpasses all understanding. The peace that Jesus gives us is an everlasting peace. Everlasting peace. Turn to the person next to you say you can have peace even though you find yourself in a storm. Family, listen to me. I want to give you some good advice. The biggest mistake that we make is we think it's just all up to God. You have your part to play entering into the promised land god said there's the promised land go and possess it they still had to walk around jericho they still had to shout for the walls to come down sometimes we say god has given me the promised land he said it's mine and i'm just waiting and you're waiting in your room for god to bring the promised land into your room how is it going to fit there what god has planned for you is much bigger where you find yourself right now god's role is to keep his promises our role is to be obedient to his word god's role is to keep his promises our role is to be obedient to his word jesus said those that endure until the end they will be saved those who endure until the end those are the ones that will be saved If you're going to be a finisher, you're going to have to stand strong. Not just beginning in the spirit, but ending in the spirit. You know, Paul shares these words with Timothy. He's he's heard he's going to die. Paul is aware that he's going to be executed. It's over for him. And he writes the following words. Turn with me in your Bibles to 2 Timothy, verse 4. If you're going to run this race and finish strong, you cannot be convinced. You have to be converted. Those who are converted are those who obey the word of God. There are many people that are convinced that Jesus is a healer. They are convinced that Jesus is a savior, that he's a redeemer. They are convinced. You have to be converted. You have to be born again. Listen to this. Paul, at the end of his life, he's he's hurt. I'm going to die. He writes to Timothy, 2 Timothy 4 verse 7. I have fought the good fight. Family, listen to me. A good fight is not where you lose. A good fight is when you win. A good fight is not when the enemy punches you down. A good fight is when you get up. The Bible says, though the righteous may fall seven times, he'll get up every time. So in this journey, if it's been a battle and it feels like the enemy has knocked you down, just get up. Amen? As a Christian, as a person that's born again, you're either getting up or you're up. You missed a good place to say amen. When you are born again, you're either busy getting up or you're up. Paul said, I fought the good fight, I have finished the race. Turn to the person next to you, say the same spirit of Christ that was in Paul to finish is in you to finish. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Wow. You know what? If you're running a race, I'm not a jogger. I'm trying to get into the jogging thing, but there's it's just some seeming delay. Amen? But oftentimes when I get into it, there's some cramps. Some people that I know that train for the comrades Sometimes they cramp up completely. Just because there's some cramps, don't give up. Just because there's some cramps, don't give up. Have you been experiencing some cramps in your journey? I must say, all of us have been experiencing some COVID cramps the past 18 months. Amen. Paul is saying here, I've run the race. I finished Paul knew that even though he's going to die he's going to live on forever death to a believer is not a full stop it's a comma because we cross over into glory amen Paul was born to be a finisher Jesus came to this earth to be a finisher you are on this earth to be a finisher can I ask you a question can I ask you a question What is your assignment here on earth? What is that thing that God has called you, that you know God has anointed you, that God has empowered you to do for the kingdom? Fight the good fight. Run that race. Make sure that you finish in faith. Can I tell you something? Whatever your assignment is, we are better together. We are better together. When you finish this race strong, there's a reward. Look at verse 8. Finally, there's laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give to me on that day, and not to me only, but also to all who have loved his appearing. There it's again. Those who loved his appearing. The crown of of righteousness, Family, let me tell you something. The assignment that God has got for you here on earth will involve righteousness. Remember, seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. Then all these things will be added. What is your heavenly assignment that God has given you? How are you running the race? How is it going in that fight to fulfill and to win with that which God has placed on the inside of you? Let me tell you something. This is the first crown, the crown of righteousness that God has prepared for all of us, crown of righteousness. Then there's the crown of glory, the crown of glory. One Peter talks about it. When the chief shepherd appears, you'll receive the crown of glory. Matter of fact, there can be no glory. Without righteousness, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. God wants to restore glory back to us, a crown of glory. Amen? When you accept His righteousness, He who knew no sin became sin so that we can become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. When you've received that crown of righteousness, when God makes you righteous, His eyes are upon you, His ears are attentive to your prayers. We need the help of the Holy Spirit to be able to finish strong. Then the book of Revelations, James 1, talks about the crown of life. The crown of life, those that endure until the end. Pushing through right to the end. Revelations 2 verse 10, pushing in right till the end. The crown of life. James 1 verse 12 says, If you endure temptation... Have you been tempted lately? Don't raise your hand. (laughs) Have you been tempted lately? The Bible says, when you endure temptation and you love Him, when you endure temptation and you love Him, it will give you the crown of life. Family You were predestined to finish strong. You were predestined to be victorious. You know what God asks of us? He says, when you've reached all these things that you are aiming for, all these things that God wants to add into your life, you can go to Deuteronomy 18, verse 17. He says, when... You've got your houses, and you've got all these things that you want, vineyards and everything. It says, don't say in your heart you've done it. Verse 18 says, because it's the Lord who empowers you. It's the Lord who gives you the strength, the ability, the grace, the anointing to be successful, to fulfill your assignment, so that he can establish his covenant, his relationship with you. You will finish strong because Paul finished strong. Paul finished strong because he allowed the Holy Spirit to work in him and through him. He said, what I'm busy with, he says, I'm working much harder than any of the other disciples. He said, But I have to be, tell you the truth. It's not me. It's the grace of God working in me and through me. Sometimes in this assignment, in finishing strong, it can get tough to the person next to you say, it can get tough. Can I tell you something? Our Savior, Jesus Christ, God the Father heard every one of His prayers. Jesus said, I don't do anything unless I see my Father doing it. Then Jesus got to a place where He prayed a very interesting prayer. He said, Father, if there's any way possible to remove this cup, please do it. But not my will be done, your will be done. Wow. There's a prayer of Jesus that was not answered. He asked, remove the cup. But he said, not what I want, what you want. For Jesus to obtain his crown, he had to drink that cup. Sometimes when we go through a bit of pain and discomfort, It's not even that you've done anything wrong. It's for the salvation of other people's souls. Are you okay with that? Think about a shepherd with a sheepdog. He could see that one of the sheep are stuck, are in danger. And to get the sheepdog there quickly, they can just say, run like this, go there. But there could be a thorny bush that could just jab him or hurt him. But he would be saving that sheep. That sheep. Sometimes God will ask of us to go through things for the salvation of other people's souls. Now you don't hear one amen. The Bible says in Hebrews 12, for the joy set before him, he endured the cross. Paul fought the good fight. A lot of things that he went through was that you and me could have the Bible today, have revelation because of things that he went through. Looking unto Jesus, the author, the finisher of our faith. Jesus wants you to finish strong in faith. Why do you have to finish strong in faith? Because faith is the only thing that pleases God. Even though you drink that cup, say, Lord, I know you're in control. I know the spirit on the inside of me is a victorious spirit. I'm going to finish strong. Amen? You know, when I was thinking about this incorruptible seed on the inside, sometimes it, it feels like you can say, God, where are you? And God reminded me of the scripture that says, unless a seed falls into the ground and it dies, it cannot reproduce. If you had a situation where it felt like God is dead, don't raise your hand. But even the disciples, when Jesus died, they lost all hope. They lost all hope. How do I know that? Because they went back to their previous jobs. They said, it's all over. We're not going to go on ministering. They went back to their boats. They went back to their assignments. At that very point, God the Father was more in control than ever before. Remember, Jesus said, It is finished. Three days later, He rose from the dead. Crown of glory. Amen. Unless a seed falls into the ground and dies, whatever you're going through, maybe it feels like you're in darkness, it feels like you've been buried, it feels like you've died. Don't worry, things are about to change. Turn with me in your Bibles to 1 Corinthians. I'm going to close. Amen. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 42. So also is the resurrection of the dead. The body is sown in corruption, it's raised in incorruption. It is sown in dishonor, it is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness, it's raised in power. It's sown a natural body, it's raised a spiritual body. There is a natural body and there's a spiritual body. And so it is written, the first Adam became a living being, the last Adam became a life giving spirit whatever has happened a seed being planted you feel like you're in darkness it's about to change God's ways are not our ways says in all of this when you look at it you think it's dead God says I'm only getting ready to bring forth new life you might see there's a lot of corruption, God says I'm busy changing it so that it can be in corruption this is the way that God operates have you been at a place where you say Lord I want more of you in my life so that I can finish strong have you ever prayed a prayer saying Lord take more of me and give me more of you have you ever prayed a prayer like that Did you believe what you were praying? Well, let me give you the good news. God has heard that prayer. And more than likely what you are going through is because He's honoring your prayers. Have you had some people recently in your life feel like they're killing a part of you? Just raise your hand. Let me just see. Okay, I want to explain to you how this works. When you come and you say, Lord, I want to be crucified with you. I no longer want to live. But the life that I want to live, I want to allow the Holy Spirit to live it through me. There's certain things that you can do yourself, crucifying yourself. You can go and you can say, okay, I'm going to go with it, and you can take the first part and you can put it there and go ding, 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 and you are crucifying yourself. Have you done that? putting your flesh just under, then this hand, you can probably push the nail through, go like this and go there. But this hand, what are you gonna do? You're gonna have to ask a brother and say, please brother, won't you just be a good brother and come and crucify my flesh? (laughs) Have you had a brother crucify your flesh recently? Am I talking to the right people here? Jesus said, offense will come to everybody. Amen. It's time to forgive that brother. He was doing you a favor, killing the flesh, so that the Holy Spirit can live in you and through you. Can I have just one amen, please? Otherwise, I might feel like I'm the only one that's going through something like that. Family, listen to me. In God's mind, there's nothing like failure. When God looks at you, the things that He has planned for you, there's nothing like faith, failure. It says, "I know the thoughts I have towards you, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope." Whatever you've been going through, it feels like the flesh has been crucified. It feels like you've died. Feels like a season that you've been in darkness. God is about to change everything. I'm closing, verse 54. So when this corruptible has put on incorruptible, and this mortal has put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written Death is swallowed up in victory. You know what that means? Whatever failure you've been facing, it will be swallowed up by success. Are you ready to accept the everlasting peace of the Lord Jesus Christ? God wants to place that peace on the inside of you. Sickness will be swallowed up by good health. Defeat, limitations will be swallowed up by progress. God has given you the spirit of a finisher so that you can finish strong. Whatever you've been facing, God will allow you to finish strong. Please stand to your feet. You've seen today has been a different day. There's been a day with some actions. So I want you to pray. I can pray for you, but I want you to pray. Say, precious Father, give me the spirit of a finisher. Put in me the will and desire to complete what I've started today. Place within me the spirit of a finisher. Place on the inside of me the spirit of a finisher. Spirit of the living God. Fall afresh upon me and empower me so that I can finish strong give me your peace give me your wisdom give me your strength to be able to continue in Jesus mighty name in Jesus mighty name cover me Lord with your grace cover me with your favor cover me with the blood of the Lamb let your blood speak for me Let your mercy speak for me. Grant me the kind of faith you need, Lord, to be able to finish strong. Give me your kind of faith, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. I declare death is swallowed up in victory. I declare death is swallowed up in victory. I declare Death is swallowed up in victory. I declare sickness is swallowed up with health. I declare, Lord, sickness is swallowed up with good health. I declare, Lord, all failure is swallowed up by good success. Declare it, say, all failure in my life has been swallowed up by good success do you believe that give the Lord a hand say I declare over my life all lack is swallowed up by abundance my cup is running over I declare all limitations are swallowed up by progress a new level in life in the mighty name of Jesus. Say, I declare defeat and failure are things of the past. I'm walking with the Lord. Say, defeat and failure are things of the past. I'm walking with the Lord. Say, I declare Jesus is the author and the finisher and the perfecter of my faith. My heart, listen to me. Every doubt in my heart turn into faith. Every doubt in my heart turn into faith. Every unbelief in my heart turn into faith. I'm a man or woman of faith. I'm walking with the Lord. I'm linked up with God. Defeat and failure are things of the past. I'm walking with the Lord. Defeat and failure has been swallowed up by good success. I have a victorious spirit, the spirit of Christ on the inside of me. Precious Father, grant unto me the spirit of a finisher. The good work that you have begun, I will see it done. I'll see it being completed. I'll see it finish. I'm a finisher. I'm a strong finisher. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. If you believe that, give the Lord a hand. Right there where you are, put your right hand on your heart. Raise your other hand to heaven and pray this prayer loud after me. Say, Precious Father... My situation is beyond human means. I need the Savior of the world to save me. Save me, Lord Jesus. Wash me with your blood. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness. I confess with my mouth, and I believe with all my heart that Jesus Christ died for me. That he's alive right now, making intercession for all my weaknesses. Oh, Holy Spirit, help me to live a holy life well-pleasing in your sight. I am now a child of the Most High God. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Hallelujah. If you've prayed that prayer in humility and sincerity of heart, you are now born again. You've been adopted by the Holy Spirit. You're past is over and you're linked up with Jesus Christ. The Spirit of Christ is now on the inside of you. You are now born again. Don't talk about your past anymore. Your past is Egypt. It's a place of bondage, a place of defeat and failure. God has taken you out of that place to the promised land. Amen. I want to encourage you. Find a living church. We want to take responsibility for you. As a matter of fact, I have to take responsibility for you if you've prayed that prayer to disciple you, to train you in the things of the Lord. If you're from far, go find a living church and get involved there and serve there like never before. Amen. Has your faith been lifted? Has your faith been lifted? Are you ready to go live a victorious life this week? Amen. Hallelujah. Yes, give the Lord a hand.